0: you talk family what go on what go on this your boy d with another live show where you talk and y'all know how we start off every show it ain't no me what are you baby you talk nation Kane nation Kane family what go on what go on happy friday to you hope everybody doing good E. Gray is going to be joining us here in a minute, man. My boy E. Gray is going to be with us pretty soon. But y'all know how we do. Y'all know how we start off. Y'all know who gets the first shout-out of the night. No other. Like I always say, The man himself. The man himself, Mr. King Judge. KJ Production. KJ is the Production. Building. King Judge. What it do, big dog? What's going on, King Judge? Shout out to my boy King, Judge, man. Second, man, I want to get into some birthday Shout out, y'all know how we do, man. I want to wish some special ladies that mean a lot to me. That's near and dear to my heart. My ladies, man. Shout out to my mother, man. I want to wish her a happy birthday, man. Her birthday is going to be coming up, man. Tomorrow, man. My mother, Linda English. Shout out to my auntie, Sharon Lewis, man. Happy birthday to you as well. My late grandmother, Betty Jo Lloyd. Happy birthday. And my mother-in-law, Janita Jackson, man. I want to say happy birthday. I love all of you guys. We got a couple of Kane family members' birthdays, man. Let's get into it, man. Happy birthday to one of our Utah family members. And brother Kyle Stalling, man. Happy birthday, big dog. Happy birthday to Tony Surge. DJ Miller. Debbie Shernenko Brio, Paul Resnick. Happy birthday to you guys on behalf of the U Talk family. Let's get into the businesses, man. Shout out to Tanya and Teddy Chisholm over at Catans Fashion, man, keeping everybody looking good. Shout out to Matt Hall over at Plum Life. Chris Flanagan over at Avalon. Shanika Pendergrass over at Ur Velocity. Joe never Terry and Hollis Watts over at Rush Box. Jacinta Kirkland over at Sugar Coated Cupcakes and Sweets, LLC. Shout out to Bobby Sarah down there in Miami, Florida over at Mentor Me. Shout out to Jesse Lambert over at Naturally Bomb down in Orlando, Florida. And shout out to the lovely ladies over at PNC Bank, Miss Crystal Barcliffe and Katie Levant Gardner. Shout out to the ladies over at PNC. Shout out to my own boy Leroy Vian over at Smile Studio, Arthur Dunning. Leroy, what it do? What's going on, man? And shout out to Wiley over at Unique Stitches, bringing y'all all of the Utah gear, man. Riley, I appreciate you, big dog. Thank you, man. And shout out to our very own man Marquez Williams, man, over at Pop Socks. Cool and crazy, wacky socks off the wall, man. Shout out to my boy, our boy Marquez Williams, man. Y'all check him out over at PopSocks.com. Shout out to dog on Marquez Williams. That's all I got, man. Shout out to Young and the Boy, Coach Star, TP the Prophet, man. That's the music you're gonna be hearing tonight. Shout out to my boy Adrian Braswell for the artwork. And shout out to my player partner, man, that's that's always on here with me, man. My boy E-Gray from over at Just Saying Sports in the Building. Shout out to E-Gray. Thank you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into the Utah let will get into the Utah shout outs, man. Hey, shout out to Jamal Davis, Biddy and Kimbo Lee Barrett, Cyrus Sumter, Tremaine Daniels, Vinny of Chad Lewis, Hiram Williams, LaTroy Hillary, Jimmy Brown, Steve Watson, Brittany and Kevin, Eric Brown, Kenny Kelly, Tamika and Lavar Scott, Milo Stinson, Chris Otis, Felix Miller, Eric and Susie Connor, Donald Gordon, Ty, Randy Pomar, John JT Thomas, Otis Ford. Earl Collins, Deion Washington, Carisha Williams, Carl Strong, Gail English, Robert Uncle Buck Brown, Eddie and George Lloyd, What It Do, Cedric Tate, James Pop Jones, Corey Taylor, Kevin Taylor, Tony Adams, Gerald Big Baller, Hawkins, Tony and Emmanuel Vasquez, Jamal Boots, Stevenson, Daryl Love, Danielle Carroll, Quest, Quest, aka The Diesel, Diesel Brown, Tim Jordan, Kevin Glenn, Mike and Jeff Caldwell, Tariq Brooks, Shane Cronin, Jose Martinez, David Avila, Latroy Wooder Toya Cook, Milton Scoop Austin, Eric B. Tate, what it do? Sean, Poboy, Pew, Ronnie LaFool, Little Geechee Evans, what it do, Geechee, I see you. Terry Wells, Sheldon Curl, Johnny White, Donald Strange, Justin Williams, Murray Robinson, Jason Massey, Brian Big B. Wheaton, Justin J. Berg, Jackson, LD Down there in Mohaven, Florida. What it do, LD? Joe Carter, BJ Pitts, Diana, Lisa Q, Cecil, Willie, Johnny, and Tyrone Perry, Mario Beltran, Larry, Airbone Griffin, Brian, Maycock, Madonna, Jamila, Latoya, Susie Q, Jackson, James, Curtis, Jackson, Reggie, Jamal, Weddington, Rashawn Evans, Wayne Foster, Douglas Ferguson, Gwen, and Norris Gordon, Frank, Hilton, Demetrius, Jeep, Gray, Marvin V, Lawton, Latuan Ferguson, James, Edward, Leece Percy, Hicks, Brian, Storms, Jamarion, Davis, Aquarius, Weathers, Leon Reginald and Roe Bass and Corey Allen. And next, Sherry Lewis, Jeffrey O'Neal, Trina and Travis Coven, Dee Breezy out there on the west side. Dee Breezy, what's going on? Ernestine Fleming, Cheetah McCullough, John Green, April Clark Ransfield, Beverly Kuzak, Reggie Hurd, and Samuel Kennedy. Man, shout out to my boy Larry J. Frank. Man, that's the Utah family, man. What's going on, Utah family? Now, let's get into the North Georgia Keynes chapter. In Canton, Georgia, shout out to Kevin Westra, Joseph Virgo, Henry Calzi, Laverde Rose, Kiki Diaz Vaught, what's up, baby? Nick McClure, Renee Alvarez, Cedric Catman-Smith, Kyle Gray, Richard Watts, Alex J. Flores, that's the North Georgia Canes chapter in Canton, Georgia. Now let's go to the last group of the night, the true Miami Hurricane. Shout out to Raúl Blanco, Bruce Daniels, Malcolm E. Simmons. And me and E-Grey guy, the big dog, Larry White Jr. It's you talk, baby. Let's it's go. It, it, it's you
1: talk, baby. It's Let's you talk, it. baby. It's,
0: it's it's you talk, baby. Shout out to my boy E-Grey, man. Go ahead and throw your shout outs, E-Grey.
1: Man, let me give a shout out to my Hurricane family. <laughs> first of all, shout out to my boy, Brian. You I always put him last. So I'm going to put him first. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Brian Yu right here in Columbia, South Carolina. Shout out to my boy Hurricane Chris, you know, all the way up there in New York, you know what I'm saying, serving the military, serving the country. Shout out to Hurricane Chris. Shout out to my boy La La Lafayette What they do all the way in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. What up, homie? And I can't forget my dog, Mr. B. Belly, Donovan Belly. My money guy with hashtag just saying, you know, what I mean, shout out to D belly as we always do. And uh, I had somebody tell me because, you know, they ready to buy these Utah shirts, man, right here in the hood. that I'm from shout out to Valley Haven wood. The hood that I'm from right here in Columbia, South Carolina. Shout out to all the Valley Haven wood family. Shout out, shout out to all the Canes family. Let's get it, man. We got a big game tomorrow, 12 noon early kickoff. So y'all wake your ass up. Don't get too fucked up tonight y'all wake your ass up now get your ass up i know i got to get my ass up and 12 noon the 12 nooners come around real quick real quick you know, we've been spoiled. <laughs> we have been spoiled over the last uh three four weeks whatever with these prime time games where we have all the day kind of mope around and try to find something to do and i was just telling d Bailey earlier d I told hey, Devin. I told D. belly I was like, you know, he a busy man. He a business guy. Uh, I said, man, you better get because we watch all the games together, and sometimes with my boy Brian, you who I was talking about, and uh, you know, whenever my other homeboys in town, I was like, man, yo, get whatever you got to do done early. It's twelve o'clock. It's kickoff. Right. So we got an early one, and let's go get it.
0: Right, man. Right. So, like I'm telling everybody, man, listen, man. We got to be ready tomorrow, man. I definitely, definitely want to see our Kings come back with a better performance than what we saw last week. Definitely. We got to come to play. Want to see a bounce back game. We definitely want to see a bounce back game. And like I said, y'all, tonight, man, we got a special guest calling in. So um, he's going to be calling in here shortly, man. So... We're gonna get into it, man. We going we going It's a Kane's night, man. We gonna It's a hype show, e. It's a hype show, e, man. Yeah. You know, we gotta get it right,
1: man. We gotta bounce back from last week, man. What you want to see tomorrow, e? Well, you know what, man. You know First of all, you know our, our boys talk very well after the game, after the loss. You know, they say we're moving on. We're moving on to Pittsburgh, and we're not hanging our heads. You know, Simpson kicked our ass, and we're done with that. We're moving on to Pittsburgh. So I want to see that tomorrow, 12 noon kickoff at home. At home. 12 noon kickoff. High heat. Let's go get it. Best, I want to see Red Lashley make the adjustments because like we talked about before, the Pittsburgh, quote unquote, has one of the uh best defenses in excuse me, in all of college football. That's what they say. That's what they say. So, and to be honest with you, I don't see – I've watched Pittsburgh. They gave up 30-plus over the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen nothing tough about that, but that has nothing to do with it. We're going to push that aside. We just got to concentrate when we play them. But I just want to see what Rhett Lashley, how he dissected the film of Pittsburgh's defense okay. and what he plans to do with our offense and how we're going to attack it. Because, you know, we're pitching up last week, and we talked about it enough at nauseum of that we didn't run screen plays and this and third. It's like we didn't even incorporate in that in our offense. No makes me sick, which makes me sick. Right. So we're going to have to do that this week at some point, whether they bring the blitz or not, but it's like we got to do something different. You know, so I want to see what he does. And of course, everybody's been talking about it. The linebackers and the wide receivers. I see Dolphin Gary. Already talking about linebackers and wide receivers. I know, you know, he knows, they know. We all know they have to play better. That's the, you know, that's no secret. So we need to see an improvement on, you know, those two positions, you know, those two categories. But I just want to see what we do, man. I'm excited to see these boys. I want to see them come out and punch Pittsburgh in the mouth. Punch them in the damn mouth and let's get it popping. Let's get it popping on and early, man. On and early. So I'm just excited for tomorrow. I'm I'm telling you, man, it's one of those things. I'm glad it's a noon kickoff. Yeah. I'm glad it's not a prime time. I'm glad right. it's not 3 30. So I don't have to bullshit around with my day, just making up stuff to do on my little Saturday and just waiting for the Kings to play. No, I sleep in a little bit, go through my little regular regiment and wake up, boom, twelve o'clock, soon game day over. We on the pop. So I'm ready, baby. Yeah, I mean, get. it'll get here pretty quick. Let's hope, man, so we can we can go
0: ahead and get it on and crack it, man. Like you say, man, last week, man, it was a long Saturday, man. Just waiting to 8 o'clock, 7.30, 8 o'clock to come around, man. So it's the 12 o'clock kickoff game tomorrow. Hope it's good weather. I think it's supposed to be good weather tomorrow, man. So, again, I'm with Dolphin Derek, man. You know what I'm watching, man. I'm watching the line bikers and the wide receivers. That's what I'm going to be paying attention to. That's what I want to see. I just want to see how we recover As a whole, man, as the entire team, man, I want to see. I mean, like I say, last week, I didn't expect for us to win that game. I just wanted to see how we stacked up against the best. And uh, it didn't turn out the way we wanted it to turn out. But, again, man, tomorrow, let's see how we come back from one of those type of losses, man. Let's see the guys come together. Let's see you. Don't hang your head. Come out here and, like you say, man, hit them in the mouth early. And let's get out here and play football like we know we know how to
1: play football. They let ch- the running backs run. Wide receivers, catch the damn ball. Mm. Catch the damn ball. With, the ball. With your hands. With your hands. With your
0: hands. Go get the ball. Shit. Oh, Dolphin Go Derrick, man. Ball. Dolphin Derrick say 50, 50 to 60% chance of rain tomorrow. Oh, my. Oh, my. Shit, I don't care. We play. Look, we used to the rain. We should be used to the rain. Like I say, let's. let's D. Howard, what's going on? Anybody know what channel we coming on? Probably the ACC, ACC Network. ACC Network. Yeah. 12 o'clock ACC Network. ACC Network, y'all. ACC Network. We got a noon kickoff tomorrow, guys. ACC Network. Let's get it, man. It's a hype show tonight. Man, we ready to see our Canes bounce bike, man, tomorrow. It's the hype show tonight with D and E, man. You, use you tough, button, baby. You on Utah, bud. It's, it's,
1: it's Utah, baby. It's Utah, hey, baby. Let's take one call before we get Dexter on. Can we take one call before we get Dexter on? Nah, he about to call in right now.
0: So okay, 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 we want okay. I'm going to hold the lines, man, until after we do this interview, man. He's coming on. He going to be calling talk up here, here pretty Dexter, shortly. man.
1: So, some of these young Canes fans on here don't know who Dexter
0: is. Talk about it, man. Talk to him. Talk to him, bro. Talk to him. <laughs> Someone don't know Gosh. about that whole th- – those type of teams back there, man. Those – Eighty nine and 91 teams, man. Those were
1: the... 91, 92, he was in that area, y'all. And, yes, and yes, man. And Ray, Ray, Ray Lewis. We talking about
0: the, the... Don't forget about Russell the Bermuda, 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 Bermuda Triangle. Boys, the Bermuda Triangle, man, with, 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 with Michael Barrow, Jesse Armstead, man. Man, I mean, them boys, man. Who was the other line? Uh, was it... um? It was Smith. Was it Darren Smith, the other... Uh, yeah. Darren Smith, Smith, Smith the other linebacker, man. Ryan McNeil, yeah, cornerback, like Dexter Sigler, man, Leon Cersei, all of them boys, man. The big dog. man. Yeah, man. I mean. It's Jones on the offensive line. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, them boys, them boys was bad. Okay, here he comes, man. I'm finna bring him in. I'm about to bring him in. Let's get it. You I'm finna bring him stand in. Up, baby. I'm about to bring him in, baby. Right now, tonight, man, I wanna bring a special guest in, man, a special guest, man. This is somebody that I grew up watching, man. Somebody that I wanted to be like coming up, man, from my hometown, man, from my hometown. I'm talking about a former Kane, a former Kane, one of the greats, the best cornerback in my opinion. Now this is my opinion. I'm talking about a four star. A full sport player in high school. Two-time state champion. Yes, sir. We doing, as ABC, the hurricane, America's best cornerback. America's best cornerback. He got two championships in 89 and 91. Bike-to-bike seasons in 92 and 93 with four interceptions. First team, all Big East. In '93, career stats: 81 tackles, eight interceptions, returning two for touchdowns, and playing for the Seattle Seahawks. Man, when he went to the NFL, my OG, my big homie, Dexter Sigler. What's going on, big dog? What it do, man?
2: Hey, Dex? what's going on
0: with your dad, man? What's going on, uh, man? It ain't nothing, man. You all with D and E, man. That's my that's my co-host EO on with me, man. He say, what up? What's
1: hey, on, what's Dex? going on, E? How you doing, bro? Man, I'm good, my brother. It's a blessing, and, and and it's so great to have you on, brother. How you doing? Well, man, I thank y'all for having me on tonight,
0: bro. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. We just we just wanted to ask you, man. You know, everybody, I've been talking about you like I told you for the longest, man. I've been getting messages, everybody saying, "When he called it up, man. When he called it, man." So I'm like, "He coming on tonight, man." So man, everybody want to know, man. <laughs> How you been doing, man? What's going on, man? Talk to you, talk, man. How you been doing, big bro? Talk to us.
2: Hey, man, you talk, I've been doing good, man, still up here in Duval, uh, working up here. My wife and I got a um, a project management business that we do, uh, trading stocks, doing some stuff with the NFL still, working with the Jaguars, uh, coordinating their practices for the officials, and then doing uh, football games, doing the instant replay. So I'm staying busy up here, man, and most importantly, not trying to catch that damn COVID.
0: What's you talking about? <laughs> what you talking about? For
1: real? Uh, for real, man? Hey, you got hey, one for Dick. me? <laughs> hey, Dick. So you say y'all doing yep. some work with the with the replay and everything? Uh, how much money since Brady left New England? How much money has New England donated to y'all? <laughs> uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you some money
0: from Tampa baby? <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, he right, you hold, right, right, right now. That's what's up, man. Hey, Big Bro, talk to me, man. I, I got a question, man. Just tell us, t- tell us in the U Talk family, man. Kane Nation, man. In them days when you were playing, man, like. What was it like, man, like, as far as, like, in practice? How competitive was it, man, with you guys, man? I'm talking about in the games and practice amongst each other, man. Just can you speak on that a little bit, man, and tell us how it was back in them glory days?
2: Oh, definitely, definitely, man. I And to be honest with you, practice was harder than the game, And that's, that's no lie, man. We had that much talent on the field. I mean, the, the practices were more competitive than some games. Now, I – other than the Florida State game <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> some games practice literally was more competitive i mean what you saw us do on the football field is what you saw guys doing in practice the dancing the talking trash that we done that in practice so it just translated from the practice field to the playing field and you know for us you 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 were you were scared to get hurt so guys played injured man because you knew the guy behind you was just as good and oh, then all man. it took was him to come in and play three or four games, hey, you might lose some playing time. Right. So, you know, back then it was so competitive than the speed that we would we would face. And then and this is the this is the God of his truth. <laughs> Going against people like Kevin Williams, Redna Hill, Horace Copeland. Ooh. I mean, all these guys ran 4-3. Four, four, we would get in a game and a guy ran a four or five, you would like be too, you know, backpedaling too fast, or whatever the case may be, because you're so used to those four twos and those four threes. So, you know, it, it made things slower for us game time. Um, but practice wise, oh man, that's uh, that's where it all
1: went down. Green
0: tree, <laughs> green tree, man, that was green it.
1: <laughs> so, so, yeah, Dick, so it on. was true about uh, what what uh, they said that the, the, the on Sundays after the game the, the players that were like red shirt and didn't get in the game. Tell me about that. Y'all still had those y'all had those back in your day, right? Those games. Oh yeah. Uh, when I,
2: when I first came in, uh Jimmy Johnson had literally told me on my recruiting trip once I signed, he was like because of, you know, my age and my size, he wanted to red shirt me so I could get a little bigger. And so mm-hmm. I knew coming in that they wanted to red shirt me. And it was just a matter of time, but guys came in. Let me tell you something: was no true freshman coming in playing at Miami and starting unless somebody got hurt.
0: Mm.
2: Damn today, where you got two ooh, freshmen go ooh. to some of these colleges and they start day one? Right. That wasn't happening at Miami. Mm. You was gonna buy it. now. I ain't saying you wasn't gonna play, but were you gonna start? No.
0: You said, and what happened at home? Huh?
2: That's just the truth of the matter, you know? I mean, it was just oh, that kind of talent. Plus, we had those dogs. They wasn't going to allow that to happen.
0: Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> it
2: was daytime So, so freshman was there, fresh
1: meat, period. Say it again? I said, so freshman was fresh meat, period. You wasn't getting no damn oh, yeah. burn as a fresh freshman oh, yeah.
2: back then, it, it, Hey, it didn't matter who you were, what you was ranked. You was treated the same way. All freshmen were treated the same way, bro. And that and mm-hmm. that's what the, that was the beauty of uh, uh, of that uh, of our school, man. Because nobody got special treatment coming in like that, and you had to earn what you got because it was so competitive. You were not like today. You know, you have, and I'm not knocking or anything, but you have all these stars and these rankings and stuff like that. Back then, we didn't have all of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. You
2: know, they those coaches did their research. They watched film and, and went out to guys who they liked. And so, nowadays, those, you know, all these guys going to camps and these stars and all of that, but like we always say it and say now, you take a three-star out of Florida and put him in any other state, he'll four or five-star right out the back. Mm-hmm. There you go because mm-hmm. it's just that kind of talent that we have down south in Central Florida.
1: You know, the thing about it, Dex, um, the, the the piggyback on what you just said, because um, I remember, like, say, with the Santana Moss, and the reason why I bring up Santana Moss, he didn't even come to Miami on a football scholarship. It was a track scholarship. Yep. A lot Most people don't know that. Yep. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. It was a track scholarship, and then you got people like uh, Ed Reed, the great Ed Reed, ed reed was a three-star out of louisiana when they start you know that was around the yeah. time they start putting them levels of stars and this is like yeah. i always believe that you know we were fortunate enough to have the coaches and the recruiting back in the day that saw talent like you said they looked at him and it was like you know what this guy's a dog he can play you know and i felt that we went the wrong era and i'm pretty sure you remember this dex back uh, the end of I think it was like the o three o two o three era and Larry Coker was still the coach and for some reason mm. they was just recruiting whoever labeled was labeled as five star recruit and they couldn't yep. play worth a damn. They didn't match up. No. We were oh. getting those quote unquote five star recruits, but they were false five star with whoever was ranking them. And then we just kind of went downhill after that. This just like, yeah, I bring it back to now. Because I want to ask you, where do you see us at where we're at now? You know, we had to get rid of that Al Golden era and that bad taste in our mouth. We had to get rid of, you know, with Mark Rick and his deficiencies. You know, no shout-out to Mark Rick, because Mark Rick is a cane. And, you know, we still right. love him. Right. He donates money to the school. Right. We're not going right. to talk bad about Mark But right. it's just that right. we had to get out of that funk. Now we're in the Manny Diaz era. Now it's about can Manny Diaz and his crew find those dogs? Are you seeing a trend now that maybe we're trending up a little bit? What are you seeing right now as a former great hurricane? What are you seeing?
2: It it, it seems like that Manny is trying to do what he can do to bring in the talent. Uh, It seems like he's going back to the the grassroots like uh, Jimmy Johnson and and Snellenberger done. Uh, From my understanding, he spent a weekend with Jimmy Johnson picking his brain, just, you know, getting, picking his brain on recruiting and just, players you know it, because i see an uptick in it i think now if they can continue to get those recruits that they're getting from south florida central florida staying in florida and quit going out of florida to grab talent, try to grab talent unless it's just a type of talent that you just can't deny and i only say yeah. that my class i had we had this on said kevin Wee out of texas I mean, that was two yeah. talents. It don't even matter what school you're at. I mean, those are two talents. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, you're going to find that kind of talent in Florida. And when you think about it, you think about SEC schools, your Alabama, Their number one receiver has been from Florida, from South Florida, for the last, what, 10 years?
0: Yes, sir. Yep. Absolutely. Twice. Absolutely. So,
2: for us, we got to – that talent stayed home when I was there. That talent stayed home during those eras, and we got to get back to keeping that talent there. And looking at this 21 class, I think many of them has done a great job of keeping that good talent in South Florida, and I think they just have to continue. But I think they also have to get those kids that they can develop into those top guys because it's all about developing that talent as well. You can get a five-star and they can be nothing, but you still got to develop that kid and you look at, and you stated something earlier about uh, Ed Reed. Russell Maryland only had one scholarship offer from Illinois State. Hmm. And he wound up being wow. the number one pick in the draft.
0: Hmm.
2: Yep. But that's all about developing talent and getting them in that program. Hey, you just never know. But right. you got to have that never... eye to know that talent that is what you're looking for. Absolutely. And I think many of them doing a pretty good job of doing that now. You just have to continue. You can't do it just one or two years. You, that has to be what comes in each and every year. Right. To get back to where we were and to compete with the Alabama, the Clemson, and all of those guys. But do I, I don't think our, our, our talent uh, gap is that far apart from those guys. I just think we need one or two more classes of some good talent from South Florida, Central Florida,
1: and, and we back to where we were. Okay so yeah so uh which brings up another point for me so I'm pretty sure you watched the Clemson game and you saw the deficiencies with uh say the linebackers and wide receivers which a lot of fans been harping on and you as a former great defensive back what do you see cuz I've been screaming this with the wide receivers um on our team I just don't see the dogs in them they are like they don't know what 50-50 balls are the, the interception that De'Aaron came through in the end zone was just terrible. It's from a fact of not from the quarterback, but the fact that the wide receiver didn't even fight for the ball. And I know you went up against some dogs, man, in practice every day when you was practicing against those great wide receivers that we had back in the U when you were there. Like, what do you see in the wide receiver core just as a DB, as a former NFL and college uh, DB? What do you see in our DBs right now? What do you see? Right now,
2: I don't see a number one receiver, somebody who walk on the field and the other team looking like, okay, we got to worry about him. We, we we don't have that right now. You don't have an Andre Johnson. You don't have a Santana Maltz. You don't have a Ramblin Hill. You don't have a hard skill. You don't have guys who threaten people when they walk on the field. And I think, you know, um, I, I think we have guys that have the talent. But I also think it comes down to – coaching also mm-hmm. and like we always said uh, uh when you think about it a chain link fence is only strong as the link the weakest link in that in that chain Yep. Yeah. and for me it started with culture everything works from the head down and so in that i think we have good talent at wide receiver i just don't think it's being developed the way it's supposed to have the way it's supposed to be Mm-hmm. You think about the the uh, Bush Davis era? Willis McGahee, uh, Frank Gore, Clinton Kors, uh Najee Davenport—all those kids—they was all in the same room. Yep. Yeah. Ain't nobody transferred. Ain't no—they competed against each other, but you had a coach and Don Solinger who developed that talent. But they were all different type of running back.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So I think we just have to – and I'm not saying that I don't know the coaches personally now, but I just think we have to get back to developing that talent because you got a lot of kids from that area that's just raw talent. They just need to be coached up better like some of these other schools do. So, you know, long as man is around himself with a great coaching staff, I think he'll be success, su- su- successful. But, you know, uh, that's what he has to do.
1: That's what's how great do you think that move was with him putting with him, um, with them putting Ed Reed at that position, um, with the organization of the school period with the football program? I thought that was pretty big, and I think it's paying dividends. Do you think it's going to pay off dividends later on now? Oh, yeah, I think
2: he's already paying dividends, and then you think about somebody like Ed. I personally wish he could have had her own field role. <laughs> but, you know, right. I take what I get because I, I know Ed, the type of person he is and, and how he studies film. And so, you know, just being able to teach those kids how to be a pro, how to go yeah. about business, you know, and how to do it the right way. That ain't saying you can't have fun in college. That ain't saying you can't be a college kid. But it's just showing you how to do things and putting things in order, putting your priorities in order, you know, and, and that's what it's all about if you're trying to get to that next level. Because ain't, everybody's talented once you get to the pros, so you've got to watch film. <laughs> and you might as well get in those kind of habits while you're in college. Because in college, and the thing we realized as, a, as college players, once we started studying film like we should, was you realize those offensive coordinators or defensive coordinators, but for me, offensive coordinator, their tendencies didn't change. It was just right. they were in a different game. And so I knew going into a game, playing against Penn State, third and five, they looking to do a hook to O.J. McDuffie at about eight yards. Wow. But for us, thankfully, our coaches studied film, and so they were call a good defense for us to play those, you know. But we always anticipated things because we would see it in film study. And I think Ed Reed brings that to these younger kids and to show them how to study film. You can just watch film, but to show Mm -hmm. them how to study it and get something out of it, I think that's what he brings it, as well as the culture of of Miami. He grew up in it. He know it. He grew up in it when it was winning, so
1: Ed knows, you know? So I think it was a
2: hell of a move,
1: in my opinion. And you know what? And to piggyback on that um, last question of that aspect of it, um, I remember when we were getting quote unquote those five star talents, four star talents, whatever have you. And it was almost like they were being kind of baby um, into the situation and they and they would fell into the life of that South Florida life, that South Beach life, baby. And Dex, I don't oh, want right. don't want you to talk too much about it. I know you don't want to go too much about it. Because I know there was some hell of a days back then, especially in that Uncle Luke era, Lord have mercy. But <laughs> we gonna get too much into that, days. But I want you to talk just a little bit about it. But what I want to ask about it is that in that aspect, in that time, in that era, y'all boys had a good time and y'all lived the life. But y'all guys were workers. Y'all had fun. But when it came to the on the field, when it was practice time, weight room, film, this and third, y'all did y'all job every week. You know when you had a good time you had a good time but y'all had a good y'all did your job and then some reason years later it went from you know these guys not putting in that work as they should just enjoying themselves a little bit too much on top of each how do you think that equates to this new era that we're trying to bring in and do you think that they get that like we were talking about ed reed being an influence on them doing the right thing and whatnot like how big of a deal was that for you back then and how do you see it going forward now with this little young group?
2: Uh, uh, back then, it, and, you know, it was a little more different for, for us as well because, like you say, we played hard and we worked hard. But, you know, as a freshman, and this what you know, when I realized that <laughs> <and> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with some big-time stuff is my freshman year that summer, um, we working out, we in summer school, we working out, and all of a sudden, you know, we out there running. we about to do uh, one-on-ones against the receiver. All of a sudden, Michael Irvin, Brett Perriman, Fred Brown, and Alvin Harper walked out of our wow. building onto the practice field and was like, all right, what we doing? Woo-hoo! And I was like, what? So, you know, for us, those guys was running routes against us when we were caught in college because they were oh coming God. back to Miami to work out with the guys they were hanging out with but for us it it, it we got left I mean of course we got schooled on the field but then after they you know would <laughs> show out on us they would pull us to the side and say hey this is what you're doing wrong this is what you need to work on so they helped us to improve our uh, technical skills or whatever the case may be and so you don't have that today. Um, it's hard to go back to schools and work out because of everything that's going on. But I think too, you have a lot of what I call um, um, just giving people or uh, giving kids trophies when they don't deserve
0: it. Mm-hmm. those
2: participation trophies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, Particip- man. I don't. Believe, yes, I, we didn't get we didn't get those. If you and even at Miami, if you didn't win a national championship, you did not get a ring. Other schools, if you won your conference, you got a ring. If you won the bowl game, you got a ring. Jimmy told you coming in. Only way you get a ring in here is if you win a national championship. And so I think today, though, you have a lot of participation babies. And I don't think that they have to go through the things that we went through of competing and, and things of that nature because of how sports is now. You know, and right. I think they, they, you have a lot of kids and I'm not saying all kids but you have a lot of kids that expect to be this. You to I expect to start, I expect to play. No, you got to mm-hmm. earn that. Yeah. And, you know and that was the beauty of of us. If you played, you earned it. If you was on mm-hmm. the field, everybody saw you earned it. You you wasn't given nothing.
0: Right. That's what's and up, so And so
2: I think that's the difference between us and today's kids and but you know uh college recruiting is different and that's what they do to get these kids in but you know it's it's just a different different era right now different era
0: that's what's up man